Hello, everyone, and welcome to True Passion for Prayer podcast. True Passion for Prayer was birthed through my prayer life, in which my prayer life came out of the demands of many trials and setbacks, fears, and just the issues of life. And by being in the presence of the Lord, I felt safe. So I made it a part of my lifestyle. And that is where my passion for prayer came from. Loving the feeling of being in his presence, the process, and the outcome of prayer. Prayer works. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about what is going on in our world today, and particularly Russia invading the Ukraine. Before I end this episode, I will be sending up a prayer for both countries. On February 24th, Russia bombed and invaded Ukraine. It looks like we are headed for war, church, and we're are definitely witnessing Matthew 24 and 6, which backs up what's ahead of us. It states in that scripture how we were going to be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. Are we going into World War III? Hmm. Let me go to the scripture. Matthew 24. I'm going to read verses 3 through 8. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen and what will be the sign of your coming? And of the end of the age. Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming, I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. Verse 6 You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Let me repeat that. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Seven verse. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. Last verse eight. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Here in this scripture, we are witnessing the birth pains, the beginning of birth pains. And I will admonish you to read it for yourselves and study it. The word tells us that we perish for lack of knowledge. So go and read it and study it. Have you all watched the news lately? You could see where nations are rising against the nations. Look at the headlines in the newspapers. It states Russia invades Ukraine. War and rumors of war. This is a tragedy for all of us. For all of, we all are affected by this. Not just the Ukrainians, not just the Russians. We are all affected by this. And I'm sure you have witnessed what's going on via your television, via radio. Hundreds of Ukrainians are dead lying in the streets. People wandering around hopeless and homeless. Ukrainian pregnant women and children walking around barefooted in all the debris that 
comes from the bombed buildings and rubbish from the streets. My heart is broken. It's crushed when I look at what's going on in our world today. And I know that your heart is crushed and broken as well. We are all being affected by this. This is a horrible event. Innocent people are losing their lives. What a senseless war. But we, the intercessors and the prayer warriors, the church, we have to wake up, y'all. We have to arise and call for prayer in every household, in every church. We need to see this for what it is, y'all. We need to see it for what it is. We are at war. We are in spiritual warfare. And what are we doing about it? What are we doing about it as Christians, as God's people? We hear with our ears and we see with our eyes. We hear about the wars and rumors of wars. We see what's being played out on television. What are we doing? Are we doing our part in all of this? Are we called to pray fervently as intercessors and prayer warriors? I'm telling y'all, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. We are in spiritual warfare or some type of warfare, whether it's physically or spiritually. There's cyber warfare going on. There's air warfare going on, territorial warfare, religion warfare, and spiritual warfare. We are in warfare. And I can tell you this, Satan is on his job. He's building his demonic forces against God's people to inflict and cause harm to us. What are we doing? Are we in position? Are we ready to fight? Are we building our forces to fight against the schemes and the wiles of the enemy? We are in spiritual warfare, church. We are fighting a satanic force. The word tells us in Ephesians 6 and 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Although we think that we're fighting against flesh and blood, but the word tells us that for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is an attack from Satan. And we have to be ready. We have to be ready for war, for spiritual warfare. My question to you is, are you ready for war? Are you ready for war? Are we even armed and in position to fight? We, we can't get caught off guard, church, without our war clothes on. We can't. We can't get caught off guard. We have to be ready. Ephesians 6.14 tells us, verbatim, I'm going to read it. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, 16. 
In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Remember, I told you, Satan is building up diabolical forces against God's people. 17, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Last verse 18, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. It's praying time, church. And that is my plea to you. It's time to pray for God's people. Pray that he bestows upon us his grace and his mercy because we all need it in these times that we are living in and that he will deliver and set free. Church, both countries need our prayers today. I believe that we should pray for Christians. However, however, we should pray for the unbelievers more fervently so that their souls would be saved at the end of all of this. Their souls will be saved. We are at war and some souls are at stake and they're depending on the prayer warrior their behalf. In Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, it says that we are fighting against authorities, principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. From what I've read, I know that we have had some wicked presidents. Russia's president, Putin, is evil and wicked. How dare he invade a weaker country? How dare he invade a country that is less than them? When I watched what was going on in Ukraine, it broke my heart. I saw buildings and businesses being destroyed by the bombings. But more importantly, I saw civilians being attacked. I saw the agony and the distress in their eyes and upon their faces. I saw them wandering around with no shelter and no proper food to eat. This is a tragedy, y'all. And we all have to play our part. I'm going to try to explain uh, what I've learned about all of this. Don't fact check me on it, though, but I'm going to try to explain what I've learned. Um, I've learned that Russia is by far the largest of the two countries by way of Eastern Europe. They are more powerful and they are a nuclear country in which they hold the highest number of nuclear weapons. Their military is more equipped with machines and bodies. And it's no secret, y'all, that they are trying to bully and strong arm Ukraine because they are the lesser and weaker country. Now, Ukraine, uh, they are the second largest country in the European area. Uh, they are diverse in their religion, but the majority is Christian. Their economy is like middle class, but they are one of the largest grain and wheat exporters. I do believe the U.S., the United States, I believe we get our grain and wheat from them. 
But like I said, don't fact check me on that. <laughs> um, you can look it up yourselves. But here we have an issue. There's conflict. Russia wants to control Ukraine. It's a territorial conflict. And as I said before, they are trying to dominate and strong arm Ukraine. We know that Russia's military is much larger than Ukrainian's military. And they have more manpower and missiles. To me, it boils down to Russia is forcing Ukraine the right to exist by strong arming them with their powers. That's what I get out of it. Now, we, the U.S., the United States, are getting involved now. Uh, Biden states that we are going to support the Ukrainian people by way of economic support, uh, humanitarian support, and military support, which I think is wonderful. They need a backing, and other countries are backing them as well. But we're not going to war against Russia because if that happens, we're definitely going into World War III. Um, Biden also states that um, we will be targeting Russia, Russia's economy, by revoking Russia's import rights to the U.S., uh, by banning them from importing their oil, their gas, and energy to us, to the U.S. Now, I'm going to tell you my thoughts and concerns about the U.S. getting involved with Russia. Um, we, the citizens, are going to suffer one way or the other. I do believe that uh, it's going to cost us millions, which means that we are going to be taxed ridiculously. Our economy is going to rise tremendously. Uh, you already see it in our, our gas prices. It's a reflection from the sanctions that the U.S. put on. Uh, Russia. But more importantly, y'all, some of our young and adult men and women will lose their lives over a senseless war. That's heartbreaking. The U.S. citizens are going to get hit hard and we are going to suffer from this senseless war. Like the song says, if we ever needed the Lord before, we sure do need him now. I just want to encourage you all that God is still in control. He said the earth is his and everything in it, no matter what it looks like. He says in Isaiah 41 and 10, he said, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We just have to do our part. Because God is there. No matter what it looked like, God is there. We have to come together and pray for the unbelievers. God got those that believe in him. God got those that are Christian. But we have to pray for the unbelievers so that their souls may be saved in the end. Let's go into the prayer room and pray. Father, we, the intercessors and the prayer warriors, are gathered together in this prayer room to exalt you and to magnify your name, to worship you and praise your name. God, we acknowledge you to be God alone. 
you sit high and you look low. You are omnipotent, God. The all-powerful God. You are omniscient, God. The all-knowing God. You are omnipresent, God. You're everywhere at the same time. You are El Shaddai, the almighty God. You are Lord of Lord and King of Kings. There is no other. And we will not look to another. The word tells us that the earth is yours and everything in it. We belong to you, God. We are your children and you are our God. We are nothing without you. Father, we humble ourselves and bow down to you because you are sovereign. We ask that the Holy Spirit take charge and speak for us in this prayer room. God, we need you like never before. The world is in chaos and we need you to calm the storm. We are gathered here to wage war against the enemy. We are here to wage war against Satan and his schemes. He will not win on our watch, not by our power, not by our might, but by your spirit. We will wage war against Satan. We know that you are a very present help in the time of trouble. Father God, we come on the behalf of Ukraine. It's under, that country is under attack. The Russians are taking them by force. We come in your power and your might, God. We ask that you deal with President Putin and his heart. We come against every leader, president, that has a spirit like Putin. We bind the plans and the hands of the enemy that's trying to devour your people under his rule and his dictatorship. We know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and to destroy, but you, God, come to give us life more abundantly. We speak life over the people in Ukraine and in Russia. We pray for shelter. We pray for food and water for those that are homeless, those that lack food and finances. We ask that you restore them, oh God. We pray for the unbelievers today, that they turn from their worldly ways, turn from sin and repent. God, we ask you to stop the plans of the enemy and snatch your people out of his diabolical camp. The enemy is wicked and shrewd. He roars around like a lion trying to devour your people. Father, we ask that you redeem and restore what the enemy has stolen from them. We pray that they accept you as their Lord and Savior. Second Chronicles 7 and 14, you said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. You said that you will hear them and forgive them and heal their land. Oh, Father, remove the scales from their eyes, the plugs out of their ears that the enemy has planted. God, we ask that you protect the lives of Ukrainians and those that are in Russia. The innocent lives, oh God, those who are praying fervently through this chaos, through this endless war. We pray that this war ends soon. Our prayer is that you cease the conflict between the two countries. Stop Russia's diabolical plans for the other countries, the other cities and states that is against this war. 
Our prayer is that they look up to you, which come their help, and realize that you are God alone, that you are the one and only God, the true and living God, the author and the finisher of all our lives. We, the intercessors and the prayer warriors, we exalt you and we bow down and pray to you, O God, the one and only God, for we know that you hold us in your righteous right hand. Father, we lift up the unbelievers on today in this prayer room, the lost, the broken, the oppressed, the abused, the rejected, and those that have fallen short of your glory. And we ask that your Holy Spirit renew their minds. Give them a clean heart and renew a right spirit in them. Allow repentance. We pray that repentance and restoration and redemption overtake their lives. And they take refuge in you and you only. We pray that your will be done in the lives of your people. Let your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Father, we offer up every prayer request, supplication, and prayer petition on behalf of Ukraine and Russia. We ask that you receive them in your son Jesus' name, amen and amen. And we will forever give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. We are at the end of our episode. So thank you all for tuning in to True Passion for Prayer podcast. I'll leave you with a little nugget to take away. If you're not praying and connecting to God, I'm sure you are losing the battle. So until we meet again, stay committed and connected.